With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, well, it looks like I'm live by myself. Uh, this is awkward. Um, so we don't do intros here, Scott, in case you didn't know that. We do have a trade question, though. Uh, I was going to bring it up. Just start from you. It's a, it's a long one. Um, I'll just read it out. Uh, Ethan, 22. He needs some help moving all these picks. 12 teams, start nine, super flex, PPR, no tight end premium. Four-point passing touchdown, negative one for interceptions. He has Hurts, D. Watson, Higgins, Cup, Javante. I'm going to stop reading. Laporta, he's got the one, two, 101 through the 103, the 105. Uh, a bunch of other picks that are redundant, quite frankly, at this point. Um, wants to know, should he trade the 102, the 203, and Javante for Herbert in a 25-second? He hasn't been getting offers for the 103, so he's worried if he does this, it takes him. He's taking May. Would this be overkill? Would this be overkill? I don't know, real quick, I don't know that in a start nine, when you have the 101, the 102, and the 103, I need to trade for Justin Herbert. Uh, I'd much rather just draft a quarterback personally and draw, and then also draft Marvin Harrison. But that's me. But you also already have Hurts. That's not like you're dire need of a quarterback when you have Hurts and Watson. That's just my initial thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, if I have these picks, so here's one rule of thumb. If I have like a top six pick, unless you are giving me a top 15 dynasty asset, it is not getting traded. Guys like Kyler Murray, guys like, I don't know, Chris Olave, they don't even get to the table, right? Like, they they do not get to the table. I need the premier pieces. If I'm moving them 101, 102, 103, 104, probably into 105, 106. Now, the, the thing is, the league's not going to value those picks from 101 to 106 the same. But... Go out there and do a startup. You're going to see that 104, 105 going off the board in like the second round, third round. Like it's not getting to the fourth or fifth round. Like you're going to get to the, I looked at a board the other day, you get to the sixth round, every first round pick is gone. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, man, there's players on the board that I would pay a first for, but we're at the point of the season. If you have a player, if you have DK Metcalf, he's not probably not really worth a first. Now, he's worth a first. Like, I would pay a late first for him. But understand, the person that has the random wide receiver 18, they have zero leverage if they're trying to get into the draft. Right, Chain? Yeah. So you have the league kind of by the balls right now with the picks. Now, they can call your bluff. They can make you wait and draft every one of those picks. 
but I'm not rushing to take the first deal that comes to me right now. So would I do it maybe straight up for Justin Herbert? Sure. How confident is that person getting the quarterback one in the class? Because I assume he's taking Marv, like you suggested. Mm-hmm. This person's getting the first quarterback off the board. Why are we so sure Justin Herbert is worth way more than that? You know what I mean? Like That just he's doesn't not. feel like a deal that you need to make. Is it a little risky that you're drafting a rookie? Yeah. But to sit here and go, oh, man, I'm going to basically you're paying a 20% tax to get something that you know for sure is not Zach Wilson. But that's it. You're buying out the potential bust. But that is all you were doing. There is very good chance that in four weeks into the season, Shane, we're going Caleb Williams, Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels. We're taking them all over Justin Herbert. That quick. You know what I mean? So there's just no reason to add a significant tax on top of like the 102 to get Justin Herbert. So there's just no reason to do the deal right now. You got the leverage. This is one of those, you're making a deal just to make a deal because you can make a deal. I, I I have no, no impetus to make this deal. I think maybe there's some, and we, this goes back to the beginning of the college football season. There's just prospect fatigue with Caleb Williams. All of a sudden he might not be that good. Uh, You know, I don't know if he's, he's that much better than Drake may. Okay. I mean, a year ago at this time, he was the second coming. So, Dude, there were people that taken him at QB five or six in Dynasty a year ago. And now that he's three months from having a team, oh, man, I don't know. I I, I think I'd take Trevor Lawrence over him. I'd take Kyler Murray. I mean, it's not like he had a bad season. He didn't win the national title. But it's like, it's just just very odd how quickly the narrative can shift. Yeah, he played on a bad team um, that underperformed. And he he ran into the stands and cried um, with his mom when he lost the game because he's an emotional person, um, which is kind of something I like. But, you know, whatever. There's not any universe that I'm taking Kyler Murray over Caleb Williams. Um, I'll be frank. I'm not taking Justin Herbert over Caleb Williams. There's only a few quarterbacks that are playing right now that I would take over Caleb Williams. Um, So not to belabor that point. We got other questions. In case you hadn't noticed, oops, I meant to hide that. In case you hadn't noticed, Clay isn't here, but he should be showing up at 9.15. We're going to go about an hour tonight. I want to thank everyone for joining us, 262 eyeballs. Appreciate you all coming and join us on a Tuesday night, the night after Michigan uh, won the national championship. And John Harbaugh, which Harbaugh is it? It's the one that's not Jim- Jimothy Harbaugh. It's Jimothy. Jim is going to be soon coaching one of these teams uh, in the NFL, so that's fun. Christian Gardner said he's in the middle of the startup draft. 12 team, start 10, super flex, two tight end premium. premium. Currently in round seven. He has definitely zagged. No quarterbacks through the first seven. His current team is Chase, Ama, Ross, St. Brown, 104, 110, Ken Walker, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews. What do I do? Well, one, You've committed to this, right? I I almost feel like the 104, he he knows he's getting a quarterback. Yeah, no doubt. 104, you don't draft with the thought of it's not potentially a quarterback, right? You, you, you're going to have a choice there. There's going to be at least a quarterback on the board. So I like snagging that pick, and I like having the flexibility of not having to decide because you never know. A quarterback could have fallen to round six that he liked, but apparently it didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think you're just, you're just taking the pick to – Hedge your bets on having to make the decision. But yeah, I like his start so far, don't you? Yeah. Look, if you're going to zag, this is, I appreciate this, right? If you're going to commit to a strategy, commit. Don't half ass it. 
you know don't in the fifth round or fourth round go oh well bryce young's still on the board let me go get bryce young i'm guessing he probably got like mark andrews or something like that you know what i mean like if you're going to commit to the strategy I, I like that he committed to it he also did leave himself an out with that 104 um and then after watching michael Penix and jj mccarthy he probably left himself an out with the 110 because one of those two will probably still be on the board well, and I don't know anything else about what he's uh, got in the startup in terms of picks remaining, or we don't know anything else about the format. Uh, but just some advice here, Christian. You already took Mark Andrews. Don't waste any more picks on tight ends. Take one more of the entire draft. You've already drafted Kenneth Walker. You've invested in him. I don't know where you took him, but I think he usually goes around like RB8 to 12, somewhere in that range. That's your anchor. You know what I mean? Like continue to draft value. But don't just go, oh, best player available, I'll take another tight end, or I'll start taking running backs. Like, Take what you think is the best value. It's January 9th. Draft optimally for value and construction. You know, you do not have to set a lineup for a long time. So the only thing I don't like about taking Ken Walker is looking at some of these other startups, Shane. You can get James yeah. Conner, Derek Henry, Joe Mick. You get those guys like round 10, 11, 12. Yeah. yeah. It's like when everyone else is gone, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll take James Conner. Like I'm fine with Jay. I'm fine with a big chunk of those guys as just my running back core. And if I'm taking them all outside of round 10, I do not care if they expire. You know, they are on my team to expire. That's not the core of what I've built. So that my only drawback would have been probably drafting Kenneth Walker. That's not probably a guy I'd want to take in a startup, but you know, that's the bet he wants. Yeah. I mean the, the Ken Walker pick, I would have preferred using that on a rookie pick. Uh, obviously I don't know what was on the board. It could have been the 204 was the, the highest pick available. If it was any first round draft pick, though, I think I would have rather taken that. Um, just going to bring up my girl, uh, Alyssa Sable. Well, happy new year, uh, gentlemen. I think she's referring to you. Scott, in my league, I traded CMC for the 101. She ended up winning the t league title and trading him and then turning around and trading the 112 for Kyron. Marina yeah, we had this question. Yeah, before uh, championship week, remember uh, it was does she trade CMC as the favorite to uh, one of the other contenders? She did it, got the one hundred and one, then turned around and got Kyron Williams for a cheaper pick, and now won the league and went into the offseason with the one twelve or the one hundred and one. So that's one of those where if you're real confident on understanding variance, then. Alyssa smashed that trade. How awesome is it to win the championship? Oh, oh yeah, that same team has the 101. You know, it can't can't get any better than that. Well done. I, I mean, that is absolutely everything going the way that it should be, but that's also trust in the process, right? You, you knew you could replace Christian McCaffrey. It just so happens that I believe Kyron Williams outscored him in, um, in the championship, right? Championship week. Well, that's um, the week CMC left, basically was out the right. – middle of the third quarter and only put up like 13 points and CMC had like 26. So or, quite, uh, Kyron had 26. Yeah. So the variant went your way as well. If Kyron would have scored 75% of what CMC scored, you probably would have won and it still would have been the right move. Um, I just started this cause I did, uh, do, 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 where did it go? Matter of fact, they didn't, I'm sorry. Sorry guys. Uh, do, do, do just bear with me. I'm not used to Clay not being here. He left us behind. Um, here you go. Fly Meatwad. He noted Happy Tuesday. Trades and five fam. Power outages happening here, but hoping they hold off for the stream. 
yeah, I just I wanted to bring that up too because uh, the wind's gusting pretty good out there. Um, I was watching a tree getting ready to fall down earlier. So if I go dark at any point, it's not because I'm I don't want to talk to you guys. It's probably because a tree is falling through my apartment complex or the electric one out. One of the two. All right. Kid Coop says a lot of talk on Marvin Harrison Jr. over Caleb if you don't need a quarterback, excuse me, but not a lot of talk yet about neighbors over Caleb. I know value positional need. I know value is greater than positional need, but a lot of these team, these locks at QB are risky. Crazy for wanting neighbors. No, I've been very vocal. I think Neighbors is up there, wide receivers six, seven, eight in Dynasty. He's right there with Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson. Now, are you going to take him over those guys? Probably not, but that's probably where he's going to slot in. Um, he's the other receiver that has almost a, a guarantee to go in the top 10, potentially top five, top six. So I definitely think he belongs in the conversation. Now, is it consensus that he's going to go over those quarterbacks? Maybe not Caleb Williams, but... Heck, even in the Mannequin Chill that's going to release soon that uh, went to our patrons early. Sign up to give you a patron if you want to get Mannequin Chill early. But, uh, you know, we debated the Malik neighbors higher than a lot of people. 103, 104. It's not a consensus that, like, just three QBs are going to go after him. So if you're sitting there at the 105, 106 thinking, I'm going to get Malik neighbors because all these QBs are going to go, may want to consider moving up a slot or two. I think you're going to need to be at 104 at least to get them. In a lot of leagues. And if he lands top five pick with the Chargers, I mean, there's a chance he goes 102, 103, you know, just depending on what the situation is. The weird thing is all the quarterbacks, you know, if you go to Washington, you go to New England, you're probably going to have like a brand new regime of everything. So I think it's very hard for us to evaluate right now, like how excited we're going to be for those quarterbacks. Like there's going to be some people that if New England takes a quarterback, and it's Bill Belichick, and he brings back, you know, similar guys that he's had before. Like, there's going to be people that are not, they're not in on Drake May if he goes there, you know? Like, I'm taking neighbors over that for sure. So, yeah, I think those uh, those two spots are going to be defined when you're happy to make the pick. That's the thing. But I definitely think neighbors belongs at the 104, at least. Yeah, you know, what's funny is up until we recorded that, um, I was pretty staunchly Caleb. I guess just Caleb, well, Jaden Daniels over neighbors, but I was definitely in the, of the mind that I could see taking May, uh, neighbors over May. Um, and honestly, in depending on the format and if I don't have a quarterback need and I can't trade out, I, I gotta be honest with you. I do think I would just take neighbors, not just take, I don't mean to make it sound like that. Like you said, he's, he's an excellent prospect. He could end up somewhere where he has excellent, a la the landing spot along with the excellent draft capital, along with the excellent uh, collegiate profile, probably with if he does anything at the combine, he'll hit all the marks there that you want to see. Um, Sanford. I just oh, wanted to shout, I just wanted to mention this about the, um, I see some comments in there about Marvin Harrison being 101. You know, should you, should you just take him 101? I think there's a little bit of fatigue. People are scared of having to pick a quarterback that high. I think the other thing is, what is Marvin Harrison's value in your league? Because there's a lot of talk. Oh, man, he's the most valuable receiver outside of Chase or Jefferson. Maybe C.D. Lamb. That's how people talk. There's a lot of leagues that we've done did it calls with, and they'll say, I know Marv's going one-on-one in my league. I can't get him. 
can't get them, especially these 10 team leagues, like even not even single QBs, but 10 teamers where Marv's going one on one. So here's the question who in here would trade? You have AJ Brown or Amon Ra St. Brown, Shane. Mm. Do you trade it straight up for the one on one? Yes. Not even thinking you trade not those even, guys for the one on one. Not even. Not, so not right even. there. Right there, Marvin Harrison Jr. is valued the same as like CeeDee Lamb and Jamar Chase. So if, right. If so he, that's why people are taking him 101 because they're assuming they're, that that pick is that valuable. Now, would yeah. you trade CeeDee Lamb for the 101? I'm getting the 101. You yes, you are giving up yes. CeeDee Lamb, you're getting the 101. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you have to pick, you're taking Marvin Harrison, right? Most likely. Okay, most likely. So you're basically putting a little bit of value there because it's the flexible pick. Yeah. Still, I, okay. I could, yeah. Part of that well, is. I mean, that man. that's the Marvin debate. Harrison is different. If you ain't so sure about Marvin Harrison, you should be able to go trade him for Jamar Chase. Straight up, you should be able to go get Jamar Chase for that pick. Now, if you go to your league, here's most likely what's going on in a lot of leagues. People are not quite ready to put it there, so you have the 101. You're assigning that value to him. But you go to the Amon Ross St. Brown manager and they go, I don't know if I can give him up for that pick. CD Lamb, no, nah, I can't give him up for that pick. So the reality is there is a little fake value in this Marvin Harrison pick at 101. But that's the reason he's going at 101. Because that that is the one asset where I think there's people out there just saying that's the most valuable asset in the draft. Period. I'll say this. I I, I think it's more of People that are scared to trade those players for the one-on-one are more players that play adverse to fear, uh, adverse to risk. Um, yes, I, they've I never seen Marvin Harrison in the NFL, so I can't trade guy like CD Lamb for him because I'm scared. What if he's not good? I am. I am. A, I've traded for the one-on-one and the one-on-two um, twice, not twice, uh, in separate trades this week. One trade I gave up CJ Stroud. It wasn't for the one-on-one straight up, but those were the big pieces. Another trade I made tonight included Jamar Chase and uh, what do you call that boy uh, dude's name? Uh, Jameer Gibbs. And I got back uh, the 102 and a couple other picks. So I, I'm all aboard the 101, 102 train. I, I'm loving the flexibility of uh, Caleb falling to me at 102 or Harrison falling to me at 102. And I'm 100% with, I'm fine with drafting those players if I have to. This is for you, Shane. How do you how do you win if you trade CD for Marvin Harrison Jr.? One, I'm not. I mean, I'm shooting upside, right? I, I definitely am. But Marvin Harrison Jr. is already already coming in ranked above CD Lamb. We did a we did what do you call that a mock draft on the over not on it, but we did it for with the overreaction podcast guys. And the 101 went before CD Lamb. The 102, I believe, went before CD Lamb. Either way, you cut it. Marvin Harrison Jr. went before went before CD Lamb, but also I'm not specifically trading for Marvin Harrison. I'm trading for the pick. I'm trading for the flexibility there that I can do anything. Like it could be Caleb Williams, it could be Marvin Harrison, it could be Jaden Daniels. By the time well, the draft rolls around, the There's only thing I'll say to Trip Crown's point: once a pick is traded for CD Lamb and 101 swapped in a league, there is no other trade happening with that pick. The floor has been set as to what Shane values that 101 at because he already gave up CD Lamb for him. So shy of someone coming in and giving you what? One of 
eight other players in Dynasty? Are you really moving that pick? Do you know I mean, what I mean? We don't know. Lots of things I could do. Yeah, I mean, Shane could get bored of holding that 101 for two months and goes, hey, what can I get for it? You know? I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. Where I've traded for the 101 or have the 101 or the 102, I kind of wish I was doing a draft before the NFL draft so I could not just trade it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Josh McAtee, exactly. He 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 articulated it better than I did. He took the 101 in that mock draft with Jason CD on the board. He did it for the flexibility in January. And that's the point, is it's flexible. Yes, I can say I'm taking Marvin Harrison. I can say I'm taking Caleb Williams. Either of those things could be true. Neither of those things could be true. I could be going, you know what? Is this 101 going to get any higher? Because if it can, if its market value is going to continue to increase, yes, I could just end up trading it away. You doing this? Would you trade Garrett Wilson and the 106 for 101? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's an interesting deal. If you need assets, I think that's a decent deal to that's a good split. capitalize on the yeah. package, you know? Definitely, definitely. That is, that is a great deal. What's interesting if that was the 104 or 5 because of the ability to still get a quarterback, I'd be less apt to make the deal. Right. Forgot Terrell's comment earlier. It was up and uh, I interrupted it. Terrell says Tuesdays are the best night of the week. Shout out to you, Terrell, for all you do for us. Thank you very much. And uh, we agree. Tuesdays are awesome. Uh, I wanted to hit this one. Uh, you started this one for me. Shane is doing all the starring. So best ball dynasty startup. What are you looking for in a trade up, trade down? So I'm going to be doing a best ball roster construction series. It's not going to look the exact same as the uh, lineup one, but it's going to be close. So I'm going to talk about this. Just some, I'll just say this with best ball. There's a lot more options uh, with best ball. It's definitely a different animal in terms of how you're approaching your build. There's probably more opportunities to move around. Uh, but there's also times where you can get in trouble with the number of roster spots. You, re you really have to understand math when you're playing best ball. You have to understand kind of the general ability to find production for free, which exists way more frequently in best ball because there's a limit on how many players you can roster, right? If it's 28, if it's 30, if you're telling me it's 30 man rosters, I'm telling you, I can probably find a couple spike week receivers and tight ends on the waiver wire, legitimately on the waiver wire during the season. That doesn't even include the fact that it's hard to roster backup quarterbacks and backup running backs in best ball because they are zeros most of the time until they're not. Until a backup QB is starting for two weeks, all of a sudden it's, it's a waiver wire pickup. In a lineup league, what's most likely going to be rostered? the backup QBs, the backup running backs. So, and then you're doubling down by the fact that in best ball, most of the quote unquote threshold receivers are already on teams. So any value you find from the waiver wire typically isn't going to be at wide receiver or at tight end. So I think best ball people get a little too cute with trying to like thread the needle and pick the perfect team. Whereas if it's me, I'm the one that's trying to fill out my team with just the perfect blend of as many assets as I can. And then kind of let things proceed with attrition for the rest of the league. What you'll notice is after a year or two in a best ball league, other teams now want to get the depth, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're going, oh, I have seven picks and a roster that I literally don't have anybody I can cut. 
cool. Now I can start consolidating. And guess what people want to do in best ball? Tear down. Get two for ones. Get three for ones because it's best ball. So if you're the team that then can feed them and go, oh, sure, I'll give you these three pieces, but you got to give me the best player. Understanding that you're already up at capacity in terms of your rosters. So you can go just pick a player up off waivers, and it's best ball. So a random tight end or a random receiver in best ball has more value, more replacement value than even a backup QB or a backup running back in the lineup league. So I think I start by just basically trying to accumulate as many assets as I can. Year one, you may win, you may not, but I want to get to a point where I can go both ways. I can tear up or I can tear down because I have a lot to work with. So good question from Jay. Appreciate it. I also enjoy going both ways sometimes. That's the rumor. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I got you are. Yeah, you did. You you starred the hell out of that while I was. Uh, while well, I was here. Well, so, so we did open up super chats. Uh, John Havlock with a an extremely generous uh, super chat. Thank you, sir. He had an awesome sesh with Scott on Did It last week. He highly recommends to anyone watching. Keep it up, fellas. Love the content. Um, I will say, uh, first of all, appreciate you, John, very much. I, I know Scott does. Um, there's just been some changes to the the did it. Uh, it's no longer unlimited for the first call. It's $25 off. I just wanted to put that out there before anyone starts dialing. Yes. So, yeah, we'll just put it out there. Did it change the terms on us on the fly? Didn't give us a heads up, just changed it. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of... Uh, you know, entering an agreement with somebody, they saying it's going to be a certain way. And then all of a sudden they just say it's going to be different, but that's the reality. We still have to kind of consider, you know, what our future is with did it and whatnot, but now it's $25 off. So you get a free call, but I'll just tell everybody from my experience with these calls, the way I've been doing these calls that what would it be 10 minutes or so that you get for free? And then it bills, that, yeah. you know, you over 25, that, that time goes quick. You think all 10 minutes, that's plenty of time to ask a question. But if you're wanting kind of like a review of your roster or, you know, to ask multiple questions about trades or what to do with your draft picks, like it goes quick. So we're still doing it. Um, it's just, you know, after the first $25 or it's probably going to be like the first 10 minutes or so, you get billed the did it charges at that point. So, you know, yeah, I'm still willing to do it. It's just we want to put it out there that, hey, yeah, yeah, just, you know, you're going to get billed after 10, 12 minutes or whatever that whatever the calculation ends up being. If you do the math, I think I charge two dollars a minute. Um, so two divided by 25 would be 12 and a half minutes. So as soon as you go to 1231. Well, and did it gets a cut. So I believe our two dollars a minute they get. Well, no, that, that's cents. the total. I already looked at that's the total. The total I do because I okay. wanted to yes. even the number that not for any other reason than that. John, thank you. Um, and I will say this as someone that's gotten to talk to Scott for the better part of the last what, five, six years now, I think uh, it, it is always a good time talking to Scott. I usually feel smarter after I talk to Scott. I'm not going to lie to you. Scott um, tricked me last night. We were doing a mannequin chill. He told me what the what the subject would be and, and pitched it to me as probably take us 15 minutes. And if you know anything about me, um, and you can ask most of my ex-girlfriends. I like doing things quickly and getting it over with. But um, we ended up going 45 minutes. Um, and I, I'll say this is one of our uh, more excellent mannequin chills. And all of our patrons of the Trades of Five, uh, they all got that first. 
so yeah, you should become a patron too. Anyway, yeah, they did. What's up, everyone? Sorry, I'm uh, sorry, I'm late. Look at this very generous super chat from John. Appreciate it. Yeah, so so I was just listening to you all. Uh, yeah, good good to see you, boys. Scott, I'm digging the uh, the beard action too. Go go ahead, play. Looking good. All right, what's up, everyone? So let's go to the next starred one. Are you guys upset with me? There wasn't a single word from you there. Are you upset? You no. were just talking. No? You were okay. talking. I was just talking. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if you were upset or that something. feels like some guilty husband I mean, shit. Come on. Like, oh, and I've only I got something. I've done something wrong, so now I have to ask her what I've done wrong to see if she knows what I've done wrong. It, and I've only got one thing starred. You ready? And this is what it is. Eric Peterson, Shane's running a 900 number off an iPad. Now we've come full circle. <laughs> Look, so, I, so what do I got next? I'll say this. Look, the prices, you know, they, they might have jumped on did it. So I'll show a little more skin if that's what you, you know, you require. If I have to do your roster review shirtless, bottomless, whatever. <laughs> well, good. this. This StreamYard stuff where, you know, anything that Shane has starred, I can't even see it all, but I'm guessing you can't see any of them, Clay. I can't correct? see I can't see oh, anything okay, starred. So Do you have start. a million starred? Yeah. Shane yeah. is gonna have to drive because he's oh, got yeah. all the stars. I, I can I can read Shane. Thank you, man. Um, so Ethan22 says strategy question in all caps. That's helpful for us to see. In rookie drafts or startups, if no one will give you fair value for a pick, how do you navigate drafting based on positional needs versus best player available? That's a good question. Scott, what are your thoughts? Hmm. Well, we already kind of talked about this a little bit. It's a little early to be expecting fair value because fair value is just completely biased between yourself and the person making the offer, right? So you kind of have to have some conviction on the class or also just be willing to trade to get the pick off your roster. You know what I mean? Like it, it's getting the deal done is the value here. So, I mean, he mentions rookie drafts, but even in startups, I think startups is different because there's a lot of picks that cause you to you know, be willing to be more flexible depending on what you're getting, but rookie picks. Generally, I think we're probably more valued on the rookie class than most. I think when you get to like the 106, 107, you've got to try to shop that in your league. There's no interest. I mean, there's interest, but it's, yeah, I have the 106 right. as a top 30 player in Dynasty and the person going, I don't. The players in that range, I'm not giving those up for the 106. That's a mystery pick. I don't know what it's going to be. So I just, I don't see a lot of picks getting moved right now. I, I haven't seen one pick get traded where just no. a random 108 gets traded for a player because that is both people going what I'm getting is better than the 108 and what I'm going to get at the 108 is better than what I just traded. That's conviction and there's just, there's not a lot of conviction in Dynasty. And I think largely that's because of people like us. Process, process, process. Do not move that pick right now. Unless it's a clear win for you, why are you moving that pick? Yeah, Why are we moving and if you have a great January asset, 9th. why am I why am I moving a proven asset for a random 106? You know what I mean? So I just, I just don't right. see a lot of trades like that. You want to know what hurts my soul? Um, and this is how I know I'm too tied to <laughs> process. Uh, there's a bunch of things. But this specifically, today, uh, I ran my um, you know, my, my roster ship after I've cut down my leagues. And, and I'm down to something like 28 leagues. 28 leagues. And I go, ooh, A.J. Brown. Chris Olave and Puka Nakua all over 25%. That's too much. I got to move some of these dudes. And that's all I've been thinking about all day, which hurts my soul because I love all three <laughs> of those wide receivers. But anyway. 
I'd love it how that how that's what you were thinking about all day. It's like, man, I'm I'm too I'm too overweight. Three fantasy <laughs> football players. <laughs> so the soup kitchen asks, when is the time to start getting running backs? I'm assuming it's too early now. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. No, I mean I I keep telling people go buy Devin Singletary, go buy Raheem Mostert if his price has dropped, go buy. Probably not Zamir White because people are still in on him. But like, if I can buy a running back for a decent price right now, depending on who it is, I'm okay doing it. Man, I see that. That's the thing: the vagueness of if their prices have dropped. I do not want to buy a non-top eight running back unless it's for a third or less. Hmm. So all those players in the mid-round range, like, hey, I'll give you Rashad White for the two hundred one. Not interested. I'll give you Devin Singletary for the three hundred two. Not interested. Like it's it's got to be something where I'm essentially building the running back room for free. What what I'll buy is I'll buy James Conner for a third. I'll buy the guys that have been proven over and over and over, yeah. but I'll buy them at the poverty prices, the prices of they're not going to get a job. You know what I mean? I'm not buying Zach Moss for a third. There's wow. going to be 50 Zach Mosses that come available for the thirds, for the fourths, off freaking waivers. I, so I'm not going and picking out specific guys. And Moss and Singletary come up a lot. On shows that I hear, oh man, buy those guys because look what they did this year. The reality is they're Jags. They're guys. There's 50 of them in the league. There's random backups that have never done anything that could easily usurp one of those guys. So like I have no conviction on guys in the the Zach Moss, Singletary. Like, I have no conviction in that range. And I just don't want to give well, up. Well, I'm sorry. Form. Excuse me. Can you stop putting Devin Singletary and Zach Moss in the same? They are not the same. You they just are. talked about James Con- It's a new season. Are- it's Very a wrong. new season. James Singletary's has been a bad running back his right whole now. career you, until this year. You're a bad running back. Devin Singletary has a proven <laughs> track record of fantasy success every season of his career as soon as he's given the uh, opportunity, and it'll so happen again. Blindly, Shane, what would you pay to add? Because here's the thing. If you're too high on a guy like Singletary, Shane's going to have him in 20 leagues. What would you pay, Shane? I'll pay a third. Pay a third. Yeah. Didn't I just say I give? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Here's here's a different type of player. Okay. Austin Eckler, Scott. Austin Eckler or the two oh three twelve team Superflex. I want the poverty price. The price is he sucks. He's not. Why is? Here's the question. Why is Austin so the two oh three? Why is Austin Eckler better than Devin Singletary? As soon know, as you start charging me the two oh three, I'm going. Let me go buy the guy for the third. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to build running back rooms, but I I see in the, in startups, people take, you know, Saquon Barkley in the fifth or startup and then Nick Chubb in the eighth. You know what I mean? Like I understand taking your shots, but it just feels like there's just no reason to buy them unless it's a very specific good deal. And I'm probably looking for like one buy of a guy like Eckler. And it's probably not the two Oh three. I'm probably going, okay, is there going to be, 10 other opportunities where I can get one cheaper. It's like, I'm, I just have no conviction yeah. at running back. And it, it's a hard position to have conviction at because it's all mm. over the map. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call giving up a third conviction. I'm, I'm like you were saying poverty prices. I'm well, he said two Oh three. He said two Oh three. No, no, we're not clear. I know we we've come up. We've come a long way. Kooksy has a quick one, quick $5 super chat. Thank you very much. For the trades in five thruples counseling fund, <laughs> we we uh we do need our, our counseling is on the is on the live streams. It's a it's a good time. We all get together and have fun. Thank you, Kugski. 
MJ said Clay's late. He should be fine. I mean, I, I guess I could find myself, or or Shane and Scott could somehow find me. Or or you could just respond to a trade offer that I sent to you three weeks ago in Hammers. What's the Ooh. offer? Tell tell the crowd. It's one oh four for Tyree Kill. You get Tyree Kill. Am I a trash can in that in that league? No, you were in the playoffs, I believe. No, I wasn't. No, I don't think I was. Uh, you can you can withdraw. You can withdraw it. No, you you do the honorable <laughs> thing and you reject. It. You take it. I'll do the honorable thing. I'll do it right now. Let's read up. Uh, sorry, did you want that other one up? Yeah, I was going to get on this that? one because I know you guys can't see him. So, just going to throw this one up. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Shimmy, yam. So. Shimmy, Shimmy says Zag time, Rabel fired, new regime coming in. Do we pivot onto or off of Levis now before the draft? Titans pick at number seven. Well, I guess my question back for what is it, Shmi? Shimmy? Shimmy? Shmi? Whatever. What can you get for Will Levis? What's the pivot off of? I'll give you Kenny Pickett in a third. You interested? Oh. Is there anyone in your league going, man, I'd really love to buy that Will Levis? Well, who's like a positional, like cross-positional? Like what about Jaden Reed or Will Levis? Jaden Reed, by a lot. You're not going to get nope. any anything worthy. Yeah, you know, the, you know what you can do with Will Levis if you want to make a big bet? That's probably the type of guy you go try to trade for a running back. Mm, not Austin. Someone, someone thinks they're getting uh, Will Levis or James Cook. I'll take James Cook all day. Like that that yeah. type of range of running back where I think people are confident but not they know they can't just go easily flip for a first. Like I think that's how you have to get rid of Will Levis. As soon as you go, "Hey, I'm willing to trade Will Levis for a rookie pick." People are sending you 210, 212. Is that the cash out price you'd be willing to take? Process says if you don't believe Will Levis is starting, take the damn 210. You know, because people don't already like him. Yeah. If he's not starting, to, you're lucky to get anything for him. So I yeah. think it's easy to say, yeah, pivot off, but what for what? Zachary Skeens, thank you for the super chat. 12 team super flex start 11. He's got the 104, and he says, hopefully, neighbors or Brees? Question mark. Also, Kyron are the 105. So let's start with this 12 team super flex start 11, the 104 or Brees? I'd take the 104. I'd take the 105. It's not even close. I'm not giving any first for Kyron Williams. I'm just not buying running backs. It's ridiculous to start giving up premier top five picks for running backs. No way. MJ earmuffs. MJ earmuffs. What, where are you at on this one, Shane? 104 uh, or Brees? I I also have the 105, so I can get I can get fancy. I mean, you can get fancy. Well, Shane. I'll have the 105 after I trade Kyron, right? So here's what I'll probably do. I'll trade Kyron for the 105. Then I'll accept the trade for Brees because I do want a little more Brees in my life. Is that the smart move? No, no, it's not the smart move. But you know what? I'm going to tell myself Brees is going to be my anchor back. Assuming he doesn't blow out any more ACLs, I'm going to be in pretty good shape with him. Yeah, Shane hit on a perfect point. You need to look at your roster construction, and if you truly need an anchor running back, that's mm -hmm. the only acceptable time to give up a top five pick for Brees Hall, period. If you go, oh, well, all I have is uh, also have Travis Etienne. I'm not trading the 104 for Brees Hall. No. I'm just not. No. You're you're already in. You know, if you have Bijan or Gibbs or McCaffrey, like you're just – I don't care how good of a deal it is. I'm not buying Brees Hall. 
It's got to be no, in the 108, no. 109, 110 range. Nobody's selling him for that. So it's just, it has to be roster construction dependent. If you go, my best running backs are Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, and you want an anchor, then there you go. Yeah, no, I agree. Nothing to add. So Aria says, uh, had it, did it call. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, with Clay today, he made sure I wasn't billed. Appreciate the honesty. Turn the 104 and Kirk into the 102 from his advice. Okay, so yes. The fact that he could have pulled this off, though, himself, like kudos to you. But yeah, it was an awesome call. We we talked all through his roster and uh, it came up with the idea of he's got the 101. We wanted to put Marv on the team. It's like trade up, you know, get the 102 and just take Caleb. Uh, so yeah, kick ass. Congrats. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, Christian Kirk had the juice to move from 104 to 102. It's bonkers. That it's not like a, it was super deep. Impressive. And I am impressed. Yeah. Keep uh, keep trading with that person. Uh, okay, let's go to Andrew. Thank you for the super chat. 12 team super flex start 10, 1.5 for tight ends. Lamar Jackson and God, who's K1? Is that Kyler? Kyler. Okay. Lamar Jackson, Kyler, Amonra, St. Brown, Zay Flowers, 101 and 110. Bunch of little stashes. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me what should i do with these picks love caleb trade lamar jackson for chase in a 25 second look at this writing was andrew trying to like mess me up he's using a dollar symbol as an and uh love what do you caleb. think shane trade lj for chase and 25 second for what for chase in a 25 second trade lamar jackson correct it it's basically Marvin Harrison and Lamar Jackson or Jamar Chase and Caleb Williams. No, no, it's Lamar Jackson and uh, Marvin Harrison, right? Because he already Marvin had. Yes. Well, here his idea is he does. He, he's considering drafting Caleb Williams, so he mm -hmm. wants to get away. You know, get away from Lamar Jackson because he said mm -hmm. he loves Caleb. I'd rather have Lamar so, yeah. and Marvin Harrison, but if you love Caleb Williams and you want Jamar Chase and Caleb Williams instead of Lamar and Marvin Harrison, go for it. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, that that confused the living hell out of me. Um, I'm still not sure I understand the question, so I'm going to agree with Scott. Um, I could go either way. I mean, look, Shane, it, if you have Lamar and Kyler and yes. you have the 101, yes. but you just have a affinity for Caleb Williams, but you don't yeah. want to draft Caleb when you already have Kyler and Lamar. No, that's so, so you're trying to get Jamar Chase for Lamar. And I would add Chase to that. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yes. Nice. Okay, so Demo, thank you for the super chat. Uh, 12 teams start 10, traded Bijan and a third for the 103 in Spears. Team is Bryce Swift, Spears, James Cook, JSN, Tank, Kincaid. He's got the 101, 103, 105, 112. Take Marvin Harrison Jr. at one and QB at three. Well, I want to give Demo a round of applause here because he identified that he already has DeAndre Swift, Tajay Spears, James Cook. He got a good pick for Bijan. That's about as good as you're going to get for Bijan right now. And you got sure. Spears back in the deal. Like getting him is basically a throw in. Yeah. Like I, I like this trade regardless of what you do going forward. This is one where you go, all right, I already got Swift, James Cook, and I'm adding Spears. I can live with that running back room. And now you've added the 103 where you're going to essentially have a lot of leverage to determine, do you want to take another receiver? You want to draft the QB? You're going to get your choice, you know, other than one player, you're going to get your choice of everybody else. May, Jaden Daniels, neighbors, 
you know, Bowers, if you want to trade Kincaid, you could do the same thing with Kincaid. Trade Kincaid. Take Bowers. I mean, that good deal, though, getting beat. We talked about this in the uh, morning drive a couple weeks ago. Like, if you can get a top three pick for Bijan, like, goodbye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't yeah, I mean, care. Are there, are there any running backs, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, that you wouldn't trade for 104? For the 104. No, we, I mean, we already talked about Brees yeah. Hall. You yeah, know, like if someone's coming to me with one of those picks. So specific. I, I would yeah. have to be a hammer team already, and I happen to have the 104 as well. It's you right. know. like like I'm I'm stuffed everywhere. Yeah. I have quarterbacks grown out of my ass, and I have picks next year, sure. But under normal circumstances, I don't I don't think there's a running back alive that I would trade the 104 for. So I have a league where at the end of the year, uh in week 16, I traded the 112, ended up being my own first. And I got back Tyler Lockett, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones in a second. So just, just give me, give the guy was like, give me all these hammers off my team. Now I'm not saying those guys are hammers, but now I looked at my roster today and I have Jameer Gibbs. So I had an anchor already. Right. But then I look at my bench and I have Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. I don't need Jameer Gibbs on that team. Right. But guess the only running back I can even conceivably trade in that league is who? Jameer Gibbs. So I'm willing to go off and I'll live with Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, and Josh Jacobs, and I'll move Gibbs. I mean, the deal. So here's the deal I just made with Larry Monkey. Um, and I had to make the offer because it was a sensible trade. Otherwise, it wouldn't have fucking happened. But uh, I gave up uh, Jamar Chase. And <laughs> he just realized what he did. He realized that he had, uh, that he cursed there. Yeah, you didn't hold that one back. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, as I, you were, I, sir. It's a medical condition. Um, <laughs> It's uh, I have Tourette's um, self-diagnosed, but I saw it on WebMD, so it's probably true. But I gave up Jamar Chase and Jamar Gibbs, uh, Jameer Gibbs, excuse me, for the 102, the 106, and the 112. And the way I worked it out in my brain is the 102 is Chase, the 106, and the 112 is Gibbs. The 106 is a little lower than I would have liked. I would have preferred the 105, but I couldn't make that happen. Yeah, I just saw in the uh, in the chat here. No more super chats from the Bill Willicheks. No, they are uh, they are turned back off. But thank for everyone who who gave them. So, all right, let's. We've got a couple starred here, Shane or Scott. If you can add more, if we if we have them. But I see Eric's mm -hmm. super sticker here. Thank you very much. It's a ten team super flex. What's wrong, Shane? Why are you still like? No, no, no. Because there's still ones you can't. Wrong? No, there's still ones you can't okay. see that I'll, I'll share after this. Got it. By the way, 462 people in here, and it's been up close to five at, at a couple spots. Let's kick ass. Thank you for joining. Strong. Hit that, and hit that like. Strong. Yeah. Viewership. Nice. It's awesome. So, Eric, thank you for the super sticker. It's 10 team super flex, half PPR, start 12. Good for you. 103 and JSN for the 101. And he's yes. got Marv penciled in there. Yes. Marv sharpied in there for uh, 10 team. Scott, you doing this? 103 and JSN for Marv. You get neighbors at 103 too. Yeah, if neighbors the is thing. there, I I think I might be willing to go JSN and neighbors for Marv. That's at least fair. Mm. If you really go, I want a Marv share, then this is probably the price you got to pay. But I can also see in a start 12. I know it's a 10 teamer, but in a start 12, somebody's like, I'm willing to take the two pieces. And not even that, I don't think we love JSN, but I think you could still move JSN. I got, yeah, you know, as I look at this start 12, and as I came out of my mouth and I said, that's neighbors, neighbors and JSN, I'm going to take over Marv in this format. Hmm. I think this is half, fun. This is, this is yeah. fun. I'll say How this. much does half PPR play into that? 
Dude, I, I've told you, I've looked at the, the scoring for half PPR only after JJ Zacharyson um, told me to, specifically me, not just everyone that listens to that specific podcast episode. Doesn't make it much of a difference. Like, but that's if you have a hammer. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It, no, the, the real difference is that running back scoring is down in the middle ranges. Mm. So it's not as impactful than half PPR either. So there's a lot more yeah. running backs that are compacted in there, but the receivers still are king if you look at the war. Here, let me get this one. This one's from early, and it said strategy, so it caught my yeah. eye. So his YouTube handle name is not sure what to put, which is, uh, yeah, I, I get that a lot. Strategy question, are you more inclined to buy players not in the playoffs this time of year because you know the injury risk is gone? That's a good question. Whoever wants to go first, go ahead. I mean, it's definitely something that's in the back of your mind, you know, yeah. you're paying a premier pick for AJ Brown and, you know, blows a knee or something like that. I mean, it's, it's in the back of your mind. If you're trading for a player that is still in the fantasy playoffs or in the NFL playoffs. Now the odds of them suffering a season altering injury for next year is probably extremely low, but it, it, I won't lie. It's been in the back of my mind too, before I make a deal like, yeah, man, you know, do I, do I really want to buy a guy, especially a guy that you know if something were to happen, the value plummets? Exactly. Do He's I really want to buy risky. Tony Pollard for a mm -hmm. second? When if he that's a guy that if he gets injured could go to zero. You know, like nobody wants him because he hasn't that been that good and then he's injured in the offseason. So yeah, it's I'm a little wary. I definitely think that that's in the back of my mind for sure. Yeah, I think about it. But I, it's just a brief passing thought. I wouldn't be buying a running back now anyway, though. So it really doesn't matter if the running back's playing or not. But, you know, look, could be a Sam Laporta thing, right? Dude goes out there, gets injured. or Although he, he wasn't seriously injured. He's just going to miss a game. But, yeah. Shane, I was on my deathbed last week, but I did listen. And I heard you saying you'd give up the 107 for Kyron Williams. I'll give up the 107. Well. You just said you, just said you uh, won't buy a running back this time of year. Well. Well, no, we we have a we I'm have a TikTok that we 101, made out of it 103, 104, 105. No, 106. No, 107. We'll start to think about it. We'll start to think about it. I, okay. I can see buying Kyron. So, so I think though, like if if we're thinking of the same part where Scott was on his deathbed, I think we, it was a format where Kyron made a lot of sense with the 107. It, it was okay, it was something it was something shallow and a super flex. Yeah, I don't know if I do that right now. Yeah, I hear. So this is a good comment here that was just started. Uh, starred Scott beat the illness. Dynasty trades and five viewers beat their league mates. Sorry, I'm too late to super. Wanted to tribute you three. Appreciate that. That's awesome. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, strategy question from Luke. 12 team super flex start 11, 1.75 tight end premium. Fields, Watson, and then any QB or RB. So not much there. Alave, Ayuk, Higgins, Hawkinson, and Kraft at tight end. He's got the 101, 103, 107, 201. With such a trash team, would it be bad to do two for ones like Higgins and the 107 for a wide receiver one? What do you think, Scott? I mean, wide receiver ones is broad. Let's what are say the that are available. With this trash can team, would you give Higgins and 107 for call it AJ Brown if your team is this trash canny as he says I mean that's more of just I have the asset AJ Brown now but I don't know if that even gets it done you know what I mean the the, the person with AJ Brown's probably not accepting that 
but that also wouldn't be the type of deal I'd be looking for. Because then if I have A.J. Brown, I'd be going, all right, what can I get for A.J. Brown? Can I get Malik Neighbors in a first? But the problem is you've set the precedent on the trade already. So to turn around and think you're going to be able to pivot and split A.J. Brown, I don't know. And and doing two for ones in a in a twelve team start eleven where where he's already thin and rebuilding, I'm not trying to give up two for one. There's there's probably other priorities, right? Well, he's got the one oh one. Yeah, he's got the one oh one one. And the one oh three. So I mean, and you got a lave, IU, Kiggins. I mean, I, I'm okay with the foundation that he has. He's just probably trying to figure out, okay, do I want to go get a stud quarterback? Because his quarterbacks could be a little shaky. Could be good. That's the thing. Like you kind of have a, a roster that you could squint and say it's okay, but there's some pieces that are uh, a little shaky. Yeah, this is a this is a fun team though. A L- lot of a uh, lot of assets. You can go a lot it's of got different pieces. Ways. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Chris Cordova asks, "What are your thoughts on Nico for the 24 season? Does Tank Dell play a factor? Potentially draft another wide receiver contract extension? If you could trade Nico, what should you be looking for in return?" I, I want the 108 or better. For yeah, Nico that's what I was going to say in a vacuum, 108 or Nico. I'm taking Nico. Mm. So apparently I want the 107 or better for Nico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could go either way with that. I think Nico's a guy you want to have some shares of, but I also think the community is going to see him as very volatile one way or the other. Like he's the loser if they draft a receiver or trade for a receiver or sign a receiver. That doesn't mean he's the loser on the field. Like he can still produce, but that's how the perception will be. So I'm I'm not rushing to go trade draft picks for him right now. Mm-hmm. You want to put another one up, Shane? Um, I mean, I, I guess I got to do everything today. I'm like the producer. I, I know, I know. Uh, here, Justin Coots uh, claims to have a theory question. Justin Coates, you, you read that as Coots. Um. It's ten o'clock at night. My my my. What do you call these things? Uh, eye eyeballs. Um, those, but the things that go on top of them. The the uh, eyelids. Nope, nope, nope. That's no. The things to help you see. <laughs> contacts, contacts, <laughs> contacts. Oh, they as in, everybody in the crowd gets dumber. <laughs> <laughs> contacts have been in for like you know fifteen hours now. It's getting a little. Uh, I gotcha. So Justin, we'll call him Justin Coots. Theory question, 12-team Superflex start 10. I have the 101 and 105. Another manager has the 102, 3, and 4. We each have one top 12 quarterback. Should I take Marvin Harrison Jr., 101, and force other managers' hand to take three straight QBs? So it's a start 10. Each have... Hmm. I kind of like it to go Marvin force his hand till he'll leave me a QB. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I would, I would bank that there's going to be a QB there at one of five. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Whether it's or, somebody or, trading into those spots or, or not, I don't think it's going to go Marvin then. Well, you've also created a situation where if you're willing to trade up from one of five to one of four and give the guy anything, he's probably going to be like, all right, I'll take the two QBs I want. I'll let you have the third, and then I'll still have the 105. You know, give me a third. Yeah. So I think that's one because you have the 105. You're kind of pushing the pressure to him, but he should also be willing to literally trade back that one spot for very cheap because he probably Mm -hmm. doesn't want to make three QBs. You know, if he passes on a QB, he hands you one. So 
Yeah, and I think there's only going to be more and more steam when we're talking about top five, top six picks. So I'd want to get that done now, if possible. <laughs> See if we can work out uh, some sort of some sort of swap before I lose any more leverage. Okay. Can you All see right. any more or no? I can only see this. Does Scott have a Lascivus Le- take? Ayasova. Ayasova? Yoshivas? Yoshivas. I wasn't even going to read it. It is Yoshivas. I have a Yoshivas take. Yeah, he's a roster clogger. So, Zach Thielbar, thank you for the super chat. It's a 12-team Superflex start 10 PPR. I have the 105, 108, and 109. How do I maximize my pick value to balance trading them for players versus a rookie? Justin Herbert, Bryce Young, Derek Carr, Ken Walker, Javante, Alave, Waddle, Debo, Jaden Reed, Christian Kirk, Cooper, Amari Cooper, and Pitts. Is there another part here, Shane? Is this, this it? That was it. All right, cool. What do you think here? 12 team super flex start 10. Here's what I was do I would do because you are in the range, especially the 108 and 109, where it's like no man's land. No one knows how to value those picks yet. So you have to be probably flexible with what you accept. I would just put it out there that all these picks are available. Let people come to you with what they're willing to pay. Mm-hmm. If you have any conviction, sure, you want to go buy Nico Collins or George Pickens or you know anybody that you think is attainable, sure, send the offer. But I think generally you just let people know these picks are available. See what they send you. But be prepared for five offers that are 20% or more below what you want. Because someone's going to look at the 109 and go, Clay, what the hell am I getting at the 109? Why would I give you something proven for the 109? The 109 is not proven. Yeah, what what I'm thinking is, do you guys ever do a situation or would you want to do a trade where you're giving up the 108 and 109? You're going ahead and just offloading them both because that could be seen as attractive to the other manager. When in reality, like you just said, you know, what is what is that pick even really worth? So I'll give you Devontae Adams and what could be a high 25 first because I have a kind of middling team for both picks. Would you do it? So what so it, looks it's to not be a clear a playoff team. Good, if it's middle yeah. of the pack, you're willing to bet against my first next year. It could miss the playoffs. Would you do it? I'm I'm not doing that, I don't think. I, I'm looking around first. Let's say there, there's a conversation there, but that doesn't make me want to do it. Well, but I'm sitting here going, I'm giving you a first next year that's better than either one you're giving me but you're willing to have to give me essentially a first for a player that I probably can't get a first for. So what would you accept clay? Yeah, I guess the problem is the Devante, the Devante Adams <laughs> aspect of that for me. It just says I make stink. it dig. You do it. Digs. So I'm getting digs and what could be a, a nice 25 first. I'm giving it, the one away 25 first. You don't dismiss yeah. my team. When you look at it, you're willing to go, mm-hmm. hmm, that could be an attractive pick. Would you do it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Honestly, I, I could make a, uh, that wouldn't be my first move. Shane, what do you think? Were you paying attention? I, I stopped listening. Shane, which ago. side, which side are you taking Shane? Stefan Diggs and mm-hmm. a 25 first that is mid at worst okay. or the one Oh eight and a one Oh nine. So we were going through these names last night. I'm going to go Diggs in that pick 25 first. 
Look, we know historically the one as you get later in the first round, the worst the hit rate is for those draft picks. We just know mm-hmm. that. That's a fact. It's 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 just like the the world is flat. There's no doubt about it. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and grab Diggs, who had a down year, but still was one of the few players, uh, I believe he was at 30% target share, but definitely above 25% mm-hmm. target share, one of 19 wide receivers. Not a lot of them, just 19 of them. Um, I, I still believe Diggs will be a wide receiver one following year, and then I'll get a 25 first out of it. And uh, I'll do my best to kneecap Scott next year, too, somehow. I don't know how I'll do that so I can make his pick worse. But we'll, we'll see what we can do there. I'm, I'm doing but, that trade. The fact that you have the 105, too. Sorry, go ahead, Scott. No, I think this is the conundrum if you have these 108, 109, 110 picks. If I told you, hey, are you interested in moving those picks? You cannot get a top 50 asset in the trade. You will not have access to a top 50 player. You have two picks, though. You know they're flexible. Mm-hmm. They're in the range where you're like, you know you're going to get a good prospect, but it's not a pick you're like super confident I'm going to get a great player. So you're going to have to go fishing in that range of like below the top 50 players. Now there's good players in there. We could look at the list and you'd be like, yeah, that's a good player. That's a good player. But you're just not moving picks like that for a premier piece. So you're going to have to be willing to accept the a pretty square deal, like the digs in the 25 first. You know, you're going to have to take some risk to move the picks. And it just feels like the people with the picks just don't want to do that right now. Why would they do that now? They have a couple months to think about it. Give the 108 and 109 for the, I mean, start start high, but uh, 103, 104, move on up. That's another option. Okay. All right. Did, did we help Zach enough? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... Nope, skip that. Uh, Caleb, oh, sorry. Caleb wants to know what my only fans are. <laughs> let, let, let me see you up. These are, these are gold for me. So, Caleb, thank for the super sticker. He asks, when's Shane dropping the only fans? Much needed. I Look, all I know is I saw on Twitter that um, we shouldn't support only fans anymore. Um, I'm not sure why. I didn't read any further into it, but now I'm uh, vehemently opposed to only fans because I'm sure there's some. So anymore. So you're currently. So you're I, currently I, a supporter. I'm going to cancel probably some of my only fan subscriptions. <laughs> um, you know, some of them. I, I I just get only fans for the um, for the articles. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Akil Godwa. I probably jacked up your name. Thank you for the super chat. How soon would you take Brock Bowers in a Superflex start 10 tight end premium? I'm interested in your strategies for tight end premium leagues. Okay. If he's still, uh, Akil, if you're still in the crowd, what's the tight end premium and uh, how many teams in this league? But Scott, let's, let's say it's a, it's a, 10 team start 12 team start 10 super flex. It's a 1.5. Don't care about the premium. Here's my rule of thumb. If you're going to draft Brock Bowers, you build around Brock Bowers. If you already have Sam Laporta on the team, I wouldn't give up any first for Brock Bowers. I don't want multiple tight ends on my roster. I want two tight ends period. So a lot of people that don't have a good tight end, I'm fine taking Brock Bowers wherever he's going to go. 106, 105. That's okay. The bet you've made is you are betting on a positional advantage. What I don't want to do is I go, man, I have Sam Laporta, but Brock Bowers has fallen to the 108. I should snag him for the value. That's not the way that it works. Just just because you have him now, what's his value? Your league has let him fall to the 108. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? Turn around and get more for him? You know what I mean? 
Like it's, I'm fine betting on Bowers at any spot. This is something I've changed my tune on over the last year or two. I am fine drafting him in a non-PPR. But you know what? That's your bet. You don't roster four more tight ends because you're not worried he's ready right away. He's your starter day one. Yeah. So just roster construct around that bet of Brock Bowers and go for it. Because he could be great. He could be great. And I'm going to wish I would have drafted a couple. But I'm not going to put him on teams where I go, oh, man, the value is too good. Because unless you're a stud tight end, there's really no value in tight end. Yeah. For me, tight end is a league economy thing. That's pretty much it. League economy and roster construction. Okay, so, yeah, Soup Kitchen says uh, 1.74 tight end premium would have been cooler. Nice comment from Jason. Love Dynasty Trades in 5. You guys are the Dynasty Goats. Appreciate it. Dustin DeConing. I would love to hear him say his own name. I normally say Koning. Uh, 10 team. DeConing. The Probably. ING is silent. So it's just uh, DeConing. Thank you for the super chat, Dustin. So it is a 10 team start 10 super flex, half PPR, Khalil, Khalil Herbert, <laughs> leading with Khalil Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Anthony Richardson, Bijan, Achan, Swift, Chase Alave, Keenan Allen, Godwin, Dio John, Ridley Reed, Dotson, a wide receiver, Kittle, Ferguson at tight end. And he has a 25 second. Likely adding an extra flex in the offseason. Any obvious moves to make in the offseason? What do you think? Whoever's ready. I'm looking at Shane. I've taken like five in a row. Come on, Shane. You got this. <laughs> his, uh, what are they? His eyeballs. I mean, his obvious, his obvious moves, moves is we're trying to sell Bijan. We're probably trying to sell a chain. Um, <laughs> if anyone will buy Swift off me for a first, I'm trying to sell him. Can I tear up from Alave that hurts my soul? Can I find someone in my league that's a Shane that, that is going to basically disregard the 2023 season and say that Alave is still uh, going to be a top five wide receiver next year? See if we can tear up from him. Uh, uh, I got to be honest with you. Where's my picks? I'm also not opposed to seeing if I add something to Herbert, how high can I get at the quarterback position? Although I don't even really need to. I have a rich. I'm probably going to look to move Herbert or Kyler, whichever gets the best return for me. I will need a quarterback back in that deal. It doesn't need to be a particularly good one. Just one that plays football. Do you agree, Scott? Is this too much value tied up in QB in a 10-team super flex? It is. 10-teamer, I want at least three or four good QBs. Because I'm not – here's the thing. Backups are useless in a 10-teamer. This is not in 10 team. I do not want to stash all the backups. So if I can have a triumvirate of three QBs like Kyler, a rich Herbert, boom, should never need to go to my bench ever. So unless I can move one of those for Jamar chase, Justin Jefferson, fine. But like, you're probably not going to do that in a 10 team, 12 team. I don't need all three, right? I can roster backups. I can, cause the war gets diluted across the league and the backup QBs become more viable. But if I was going to do like a 10 team roster construction series, you don't need to carry Tommy DeVito and Mason Root. Like you don't mm -hmm. want to carry the backups there. They mean nothing. You know, people can't really right. trade backups for, for thirds and stuff in a 10 teamer. there's just no scarcity. So I, I love his. The one thing I wouldn't mess with is his QB room. Yeah. I, you want to I sell like Bijan, a chain. Sure. But that I'm just not messing with the QB room there. I like his team. I'm not messing with it too much. I mean, if I, if, Bijan and Achan are going to score points. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind tearing down off of one of them, but this this team, it doesn't have picks for a reason. It's it's a powerful team. 
young enough with Chase and Alave. If he didn't have one of those two and he had all of those, you know, inflexible assets, then that's one me, thing. Look, I this I like is, it. I like me and Scott are going to have a philosophical difference about this until um, we're both dead. Um, and if, if Scott goes before me, I will say a couple words at his viewing about how he wasted quarterback value on his bench. <laughs> he goes, and the more likely option is I'll go before him. So when you come to my cremation service, you know, when we're spreading my ashes over some dumpster or Dunkin' Donuts, more likely, um, Scott can say a few words about how I was wrong. Uh, one more, that couple was, more. Super that was chats. morbid. Dude. <laughs> they, they, they spread his ashes at this local Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and they'll tell them. Just go in and throw my ashes at them. It's Philly, so people just throw things at people anyway. They're used to it. Um, Irish oh, Jedi, 423. What up, Irish Jedi? I got this. Thank you. Uh, appreciate the super chat. 12-team Superflex start 11. Have the 102 this year. The 101, the 101 is going to take a QB. I want Marvin Harrison Jr., but I also know the 103 needs a QB too trade down a spot what should i ask for from the 103 to move up one spot well i'll just say this if you know you're getting marv at 103 you just take it take what you can get you're probably going oh man i know you need that qb but you don't really want to draft the qb what can i what what, what can i take what will you offer me that's fair but i'm also not going to go i need a first you know what i mean give me a random second i would do it but I also want to be sure that he's not taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Because then I got a, I traded down for no reason. Yep. <laughs> Shane's now just getting to the question. So I look, I'm very busy. I'm, I'm multitasking. Um, here's the, my only concern, right? And I, I've noted this to a couple other people. Like, is someone else can jump me too at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, like he's telling you, oh, no, no, I'm not taking Marvin Harrison at the 102. No way am I going to do that. I'm definitely moving up for a quarterback. And then next thing you know, here comes Shane and he's like, you are. And he's trading up to the 102 and he takes Marvin Harrison or she. And then all of a sudden, all your plans that you put together are all complete. Um, And then what do you do next? That's my only concern, really. Yeah. Okay. Let's move to log. Thank you for that super chat. Uh, thank you for yours, Log. One of two, 12-team, Superflex, start 10, Lamar, Bryce, Pierce. <laughs> Which Pierce is this? <laughs> is the, what is this? Damian Pierce? It's probably Pierce because he listed him with the running backs, yeah. Yeah, okay. Lamar, Bryce, Damian Pierce, Chase Brown, Canders, <laughs> Waddle, Higgins, Smitty, Quentin Johnston, J-Mo, Palmer, Andrews at quarterback along with Otten as the 107, 203, 206, and four thirds. Trade Lamar, Mark Andrews, and Smitty for Jefferson and the 103. Probably would take May or Daniels. He asks. Can you flip it back, Shane? Interesting deal. So Lamar, Andrews, and Devontae Smith for Justin Jefferson and the 103. Shane, you doing that? Let's just say for purposes of this, Jefferson and Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson cancel each other out. I'd probably prefer Lamar, but let's just say they cancel each other out. Okay. Mark Andrews and Devontae Smith for the 103. The 103. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. I do he doesn't that. say anything about the tight end premium, does he? So just 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and, and, you know, he does note he probably would take Mayor Daniels. I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I'm just thinking the pure value of it. it it's, it's about right for me. Yeah, I would do that. Even with Bryce Young and uh, and Lamar as your as your two QBs, totally fine with uh, totally fine with doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Okay. I could also see the appeal on the other side there too. Yeah, I I kind need, of I kind of like QB, the Lamar like, side. You're getting three starters, and one of them's getting you know one of them's Lamar. So I kind of I, I can kind of it's a fair trade. I can see where the person that's getting the three yeah. is like that. Just made my team a lot better. See, that's how a trade's supposed to go down, though. If you've got Lamar Jackson and Justin Jefferson in the trade, that's how it's supposed to be. You're right. supposed to have the big boys in there. And then a 103 is mixed in there as well. Like that's your trading studs be getting stuff like that in return. Okay. Uh yeah, and log said no tight end premium. Okay. Okay. Do we have uh do we have another one or is that it? Last question. I don't know who starred this, Scott. Yeah. 270 videos uh, says, speaking of a QB horde, I have Kyler, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Love, and Anthony Richardson in a 12-team best ball super flex. Finished second place in points and wins and lost the championship. How many QBs is the ideal number? Scott, roster construction in a 12-team super flex best ball. We don't know total uh, roster size and all. Yeah, more details needed, but this is something that Ray and I are going to talk about. We're going to be launching a new series that's going to be talking uh, war, best ball, a lot of a lot of stuff coming. But this is one of those where you're actually hurting yourself in best ball by having this many QBs. I probably want to have four. Four is like the perfect number when I have them this strong. But six, this is one where you definitely want to be going, all right, what skill player can I get for two of them? And the cool thing about best ball is, any of the six I can trade. I don't care which ones I have, you know, give me four of these guys. I can still pick up a backup if I need one, but I saw this a ton in best ball this year, especially with all the quarterback injuries. You get down the stretch into the playoffs, the last couple weeks, you would see teams and I'm guilty of it. I had leagues where I'm rostering Flacco, Browning, Mullins. I have six quarterbacks (laughs) and I'm, and the bias in your head goes, well, five of them are Bailey Zappi, Easton Stick, Mullins, Browning, Flacco, and maybe I have Tua. Right. And I'm sitting here going, well, all of mine suck, so I need six. But you know how many times you look and you go, damn, Flacco, Browning, and Mullins all scored 30 points. And guess what? Guess what? One of them's on my bench. You know, like you, you just yeah. don't need that many QBs in best ball. Four is probably the magic number, five mm-hmm. at most. But there were times where I was getting up at a six, seven, eight, because I don't want anybody else to have them. And then I look at my team and I go, damn, I wish I had another running back or two that could crack my lineup. Because I have three quarterbacks on my bench that put up 20 points. And then I have an eight yeah. at running back. And then I'm losing. Yeah, right. So you just got yeah. to explore trades. But, I mean, come on, those six QBs on one team, that's like six in the top 12. Yeah. Okay. So no other uh, no other start apparently four hundred and fifty one people in here yeah that's it for the evening I suppose thanks so much for joining what a what a crowd here what a crowd I'm glad to see uh, people didn't leave as soon as I came in sorry for uh, sorry for being late again but I'm sure you boys crush it I'm looking forward to listening to the first thirty minutes I love listening back so uh, yeah thanks to everyone in the crowd. Anybody want to say say goodbye? Say goodbye to our our tribe. Dude, welcome back to everyone that um, abandoned us during the season. 
but I appreciate you. You've come to, during the time to learn, to grow, <laughs> to, to experience new uh, uh, things, to to take what we've learned from last year. I'm happy to see everyone back, and I'm happy that everyone hopefully had a good new year. And if you didn't, well, I hope that tomorrow is better than yesterday. Well said, Shane. Happy New Year to everybody. Off season's the funnest part of the year, where it feels like you can kind of sit back and digest what happened, and not have to worry about injuries and everything that's just moving day to day. Like there's a couple days where I'm able to kind of go, man, I didn't listen to a ton of dynasty content today or anything. I just, yeah, you know, kind of let things be. I didn't stay on Twitter for three hours, checking out every injury and practice reports and all that kind of stuff. So it's refreshing. So I'm really looking forward to this off season and this draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FJ says my question got skipped over. No, let me just throw this in there too. So mannequin chill. If you are not a patron, you can look forward to that on Thursday, likely Thursday or Friday. But yeah, the patrons in our uh, in our discord, they got the full version. So picks one through 12 of, uh, of a mannequin chill Scott and Shane recorded last night. And the public is only getting picks one through four this week on Thursday. Just saying not to uh, not to be too salesy, but check out our, our Patreon. We think you'll we think you'll love it. I think you'll love the discord uh, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Look at our DTI five tier on there. We also have a Heisman tier or I'm sorry, destination five tier where it is ours and destination debbie's discord combined in one all you can eat in terms of content and then hit us up for a roster review man under scott there email roster review at dynastytradesin5.com you can go to roster review uh excuse me roster review at dynastytradesin5.com and ask about the three options we have we have a peer-to-peer we have the live one with shane and scott and uh and another one as well so oh and i wanted to throw that out there as well because this was very cool one guy from one of our leagues decided he was going to donate his four hundred dollar winnings to the channel and to get a uh, and to get a roster of you. So people are doing some cool shit in the background supporting the channel. So we we appreciate you all either Truly. way. Truly. All right, y'all. That's it. Bye. I'm gonna end this stream. Thanks, everyone.